0: It's Tuesday, April 26th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. U.S. stock futures edged down ahead of a wave of earnings reports from major technology and blue-chip firms as investors contended with fears about slowing growth. Futures tied to the S&P 500 shed 0.2%. Dow Jones Industrial Average futures declined 0.3% and NASDAQ 100 futures lost 0.1%. The yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury note declined to 2.809% from 2.825% on Monday. The yield on the benchmark note remains close to its highest level since 2018 as investors have sold bonds in anticipation of higher interest rates. Bond yields rise as prices fall. Brent crude futures edged up 0.2% to $102 a barrel. The international oil benchmark fell below the $100-a-barrel level Monday before rebounding. Stocks on Wall Street closed higher on Monday, led by tech stocks, after Twitter agreed to be taken private by Elon Musk. The Nasdaq Composite Index rose 1.3%, while the S&P 500 added 0.6%. Around the world, Russia's top diplomat said the West was engaged in a proxy war with his country that could escalate into a world war with nuclear weapons, comments that Ukraine said indicated Moscow felt it was losing. The risk is serious, real, it should not be underestimated, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov said in a Russian state television interview broadcast Monday night. He said NATO was effectively in a proxy war with Russia because of its weapons deliveries to Ukraine. Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmitry Kuleba said Mr. Lavrov's comments were aimed at scaring countries off supporting Ukraine. This only means Moscow senses defeat in Ukraine, he wrote on Twitter. Therefore, he said, the world must double down on supporting Ukraine so that we prevail and safeguard European and global security. Russia's attempt to oust Ukraine's elected government through a rapid military invasion at the end of February failed, and Moscow is now focusing on trying to seize territory in Ukraine's east with the help of mass artillery and aerial bombardments. In other news, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un vowed to step up the country's nuclear weapons program as fast as possible in a speech delivered at a military parade featuring the country's largest known intercontinental ballistic missile. The Monday evening parade, marking the founding anniversary of North Korea's armed forces, showcased the Hwasong-17 ICBM, along with tanks, armored vehicles, artillery pieces, and rocket launchers. In the speech, Mr. Kim did not mention the U.S. or the incoming South Korean administration, which has promised a tougher stance on Pyongyang. We will continue to take measures for further developing the nuclear forces of our state at the fastest possible speed, Mr. Kim said according to a Tuesday state media report. Back in the U.S., the Biden administration is seeking the Supreme Court's go-ahead to end a controversial Trump-era immigration program that forces some people seeking asylum in the U.S. to wait in Mexico for their hearings. The justices are hearing arguments Tuesday in the administration's appeal of lower court rulings that required immigration officials to reinstate the Remain in Mexico policy that the administration has twice determined is not in the interests of the United States. According to court filings, Texas and Missouri, which sued to keep the program in place, contend it has helped reduce the flow of people into the U.S. at the southern border. And a New York judge on Monday held Donald Trump in contempt of court and fined him $10,000 a day for what he said was the former president's failure to comply with a subpoena issued by State Attorney General Letitia James for her civil fraud investigation. New York State Supreme Court Justice Arthur Engoran said Mr. Trump hadn't complied with an earlier court order to hand over documents requested by a subpoena Ms. James issued in December. Mr. Trump's lawyers had argued that certain materials requested by Ms. James didn't exist, but Justice Engoran said they hadn't provided any admissible evidence that showed they adequately searched for documents sought by the subpoena. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news.